Can you guys stop swearing? I have children over here. Next time you swear, I'm gonna call the cops. It's Sunday. It's 2 p.m. It's that podcast we do every week. Ah, I'm totally Somebody awake. Let, hopefully, Noise knows this is the break song this week, so she should get one. If he's even here. Uh, doesn't look like he's here. And who's playing songs in the background? G. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Live radio, folks. Live radio. I think that was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I thought it was intentional. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm here officially now. What's up? What's going on? What did you do intentionally? <laughs> we we thought oh, you're uh... intentional. You and then, yeah. yeah. You can see clearly now. The rain is gone. <laughs> yeah, I haven't totally set up yet. I don't know. There's something came on the comedy network. What is this? Gross Point Blank. 1997. I don't know this movie. <laughs> John Cusack and Minnie Driver, a successful hitman, reevaluates his profession while attending a high school. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Ghostbusters. I'll put that on in the Ooh. background. Okay. Right. Problem solved. Oh, I got not authorized. Face. I got eight NFL games on right now. I got or three. seven, actually. Seven, I'm sorry. I forgot the Tampa Bay Arizona game is just a thing for that the four o'clock game. Ooh, fancy. Seven days of future past. Oh, nice. They're about to do the uh, the slow motion uh, quicksilver scene. Sweet. <laughs> Good timing. All right. So you're watching the skate puck, are you? Seven games. Yeah, I got. Let's see. Um, the Jets are kicking the shit out of the. The Patriots, 14 to nothing right now. You know, and um, let's see who else. Um, Houston's up on Cleveland, 16 to 3. Atlanta, yes, go Matt Ryan. He's um, he's my fantasy starting quarterback, up 17 to nothing. Um, New Orleans is up on Detroit, 24 to 7. And, of course, the team I'm playing has Drew Brees as his starting quarterback. So I'm probably going to lose this week. That's okay. I won two weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, uh -huh. I, I did the fantasy sports thing a couple of times, and then I just kept forgetting that I was doing the fantasy sports thing. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how I won last week. I think that person forgot that they were playing, and, um, and, um, like, because both are starting, two players were off. I had a bye week, so I, like, beat her by like double points because <laughs> her starting quarterback and like one of the wide wide receivers were were off so <laughs> you know yeah i'm researching an advertiser <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep. It's legit what he says it is. Okay, well, we'll get to that later, I guess. <laughs> extends, it's not men extends, it's extend, extend men. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> uh, close enough, I guess. I don't know. I was actually doing a, another male enhancement drug ad over the course of the week. I was going to put it on Snapchat just for JT. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, nah, that's okay. I'm already the men extends guy. <laughs> well, now you're just male enhancement, man. I guess. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> God damn. My sleep pattern's been all fucked up. <laughs> I'm sitting here the other night, just procrastinating as usual. I'm like, alright, I'm gonna get in the booth, I'm gonna record some shit. And I get a uh I get a friend request. I'm like you know, it's like, oh, well, the profile's been around for like a day, but it's got a mutual friend who I trust. So, yeah, let me go ahead and accept this friend request. Mistake number one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, uh, so I, I post, uh, a, uh, the flyer for my birthday show on uh, November 11th. And one of the bands on the bill is Lost Elysium, which is, uh, Brian Muller's former band. And the person whose friend request I accepted starts ripping on Lost Elysium. Like, oh, they suck without Brian. And, you know, like, Brian's such a good guitar player. And the guy they got now, he can't fill his shoes. And like, goddamn, what the fuck? Like, okay. And then suddenly, just out of nowhere, it's like, let's talk about the band Eyes of the Blind. And like, why? They're not even involved in this conversation. They're not on this flyer. And then she starts uh, personally attacking their bass player. And it's like, oh, hey, I know exactly who this person is with this fake account. And then suddenly I was, uh, what'd she say? I was an idiot for, uh, you know, choosing to, um, you know, not get into uh, bashing the bass player of Eyes of the Blind Basically, uh, he has been arrested for things in the past, but never convicted, and uh, this was the person accusing him of those things. <laughs> Yet, I'm the idiot. Everybody, like, knows exactly who that person is that, that knows who she is, so... <laughs> My NFL Game Center froze. It still says it's 7 nothing with 12.22 left in the... <laughs> in the first or in the second which, or whatever, I don't know. Wait, which which game? Forty nine. Oh, the forty forty jabronis. It's fourteen and nothing. I know it is. That's why I realized that my thing was frozen. Speaking speaking of friend requests, my ex girlfriend friend requested me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that was pretty funny. I know I sent you the text I sent her, Joe, but it was it was pretty funny. <laughs> like my mom was like, my mom was like. Oh, just accept it. Just accept it. See what she's up to. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so I, I, what happened was, is I ended up sending her a text message instead of actually sending, re, re, responding the, 
responding to it. And um, I sent her basically said, so you basically, and you, you did, and I listed off a few things that she did to me. And I go, and you want to be friends on Facebook? I go, man, you're a special kind of stupid. <laughs> and I texted you. I texted you back because we had been using that line. I don't know. I, was it like Sunday, right? We were using that line on the show, and it's like, it's like, or we were using it in the group chat. One of the two, but it's like, it's like, wow, that's the phrase of the day. Yeah, I remember that. It was just, it's like, I, I like. And then, well, of course, but conveniently, the, the, the friend request disappeared, shockingly enough. But it was like, I'm like, really? I'm like, I, like, I sit there and think, like, wonder what, why she wanted to, why she wanted to, um, wanted to know, know what was going on in my life for some reason, you know? I wonder mm -hmm. if it's because of the, you know, I talked last week about my HIV test. And I wonder if one of the trolls that are on my, one of her friends that are on my, on my Facebook still were trolling me and, you know, said something about it said something to her about it my ex no, texted me like when you change your status update and just say you are hiv positive <laughs> <laughs> well that that makes me wonder because if you know that, that makes me wonder with that shit because it's like you know she always preached on how she was always loyal to me and all that shit but you know maybe she was worried that maybe she did get it and she, she she wasn't so faithful. Was proving her not so faithful to me because she if if it were if it were for for me to get positive on that she would have been one of the two people that would have given it to me because I have she while while I preached safe sex law last week I have had unprotected sex with her several times so if anything if anything I would have I would have gotten it from her she would have been the main culprit I would have gotten it from her. You know, so you know that that just kind of makes it. That just kind of wonders if it was that, if it was because she saw me driving around her neighborhood. No, I wasn't driving past her house, but in my in my car. You know, the car, the new car I got over the summer. Or you know, she saw a picture with my nephew, and she figured she could. You know, you know, she wanted to see if I, you know, any yeah, or shit like that. You know, it was just some weird shit. It was just you know funny because it was that was that and like you know when i talked about the um raiders oakland raiders conspiracy i dumped that chick this week too <laughs> on the same day <laughs> yeah my ex texted me this morning asking if i was dead <laughs> are you are you dead no as far as i know i'm not double check <laughs> She said, well, she messaged me. She said, are you okay? I said, why wouldn't I be okay? Other than the fact it's six o'clock in the morning and I haven't been to sleep. And she's like, oh, well, uh, you know, there was a 35-year-old killed in Niagara Falls. Like, Okay, except for the fact I don't live in Niagara Falls. I haven't been to Niagara Falls since Wednesday. And, I, like, yeah, you, I'm messaging you back. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I'm still alive. I don't think oh, I was killed see, in Niagara Falls. You should have fucked with her. You should have said brains. <laughs> I don't think she, I honestly don't think she would have got it. <laughs> or no, what you should have done, you should have, you should have texted normal the first one and then made each one after that like you know slurry or do bra go brain and then go, or go brains and then go you know make it like just go. Like it seems like you're turning into think so zombie Joe. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. You and I need to find intelligent people. <laughs> Those are Maybe. few and few and far between, yeah. I think. I wish I was intelligent. Oh, and the, the 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 person with the with the fake account that uh, that just like made a fake account so she can use my profile to blast her ex boyfriend. She's a school teacher. Like, she's a school teacher. First of all, this guy's bandmates are all messaging me like, "Yeah, so um, she was sending us friend. She was sending us uh, screenshots of this whole thing that was going on. Like, oh, so she's like." not only making it very obvious she's her with the things she's saying, she's making it obvious by sending you screenshots and trying to claim it's not her. <laughs> like, she, like, she is the dumbest guy. Like, for a teacher, she's pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of those. Um, <laughs> we, we don't talk about them very much, but yeah, they're there. I'm sure they're I there. I don't go into staff rooms. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, never. <laughs> yeah. So, I, so like, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm messaging her ex-boyfriend because he's the guy in question. He's the guy that, uh, uh, you know, was, um, you know, she, basically she, she had him arrested for domestic abuse. He was never convicted. And... My whole thing is, I, you know, I know both of them. I believe him over her. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, um, you know, I'm not going to get involved and say, and jump in and be like, well, yeah, I'm not going to book Eyes of the Blind because Phil does this and Phil, like, no, fuck that shit. <laughs> Phil's a good dude from what I can tell, you know, I, I, don't get me involved in this. So I'm messaging Phil to tell him, hey, this is what's going on. And then his guitar player messages me like, dude, what the fuck? I just got woken up with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like she her and my 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 ex have a lot in common. They like to play the don't talk to don't do this. You don't don't associate yourself with him because he's my ex personality. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's just ridiculous, man. Like, get get the fuck over it. <laughs> he's telling me he's had to change his phone number a shit ton of times. Just to get the fuck away from her. Like, what the fuck? Leave the poor guy alone. Okay. <laughs> But you know, you know what, you know what helps talking about it on the internet. And I know making it bigger. I know. <laughs> yep. Just saying. I don't know any of these people. The only thing I really learned from this whole thing is drama is number one, and that's always the way it is on the internet. And mm -hmm. number two is um, members of Lost Elysium that ever come on our podcast will no longer be in the band at some point. <laughs> we're two, we're two for two now, right? This is true. <laughs> you are not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I pay attention sometimes. <laughs> and both, both, also both will, both will no longer be part of those bands shortly after they say they're happy with the people they're playing with. 
No, that only applies to one of them. <laughs> so I guess the three of you only need a drummer now, huh? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Alright, done. <laughs> I, I got this little wind-up monkey in my closet. His eyes go red on its own sometimes, but it's cool. <laughs> Yeah, good times. Yeah, I don't have anything like that this week to deal with. That's pretty cool. I, 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 I watched some people get doxxed and a whole bunch of other internet drama and a, and a troll group I'm in, but other than that, that was kind of funny. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, doxing. <laughs> good old identity theft. <laughs> yeah, some, 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 um, <clears throat> some, uh, some, 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 college team i think they were like second ranked in the nation came came and played here and lost or something and i guess like I, it was all I, I you couldn't really tell here because you know it was only all over my fucking facebook feed <laughs> everybody in syracuse is oh my god it's the greatest thing ever so i get clubs in okay yeah well, clubs is the number two team and if um Team college football team, and they lost. They came played Syracuse, and they lost. Just in case you didn't know, because it was all like legit all over my my Facebook feed. Yeah, so again, the drama was just over a team losing. There was no win. They won. Like the, the Syracuse won. Right. But it was the, like the, it was the, like, the team lost and Syracuse won. That was was there more to it or no? It was just like every every because you know I obviously I'm in Syracuse and family and all that and friends and the majority <laughs> of them are Syracuse so like it was all over my page like everybody and their brothers were like Syracuse yeah yeah Syracuse yeah yeah okay <laughs> I I just kind of because it's football I expected like dog fights or guns or knees or something no that that that's <laughs> Buffalo Bills games. <laughs> or pretty much anything know, down here. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Uh, that's all I ever generally hear about, like big complaints on about football these days. The last few years, just criminals and and all that stuff. And Trumps, good stuff. Hasn't really spilled into many other sports though. I saw something about like some international like soccer game or something. I don't know. I didn't click the link, but. Something about a knee. Yeah, I have no like, idea. The hockey player like raised his fist last week in Tampa. Saw that. And I haven't heard anything about baseball because I don't want to be bored as fuck. <laughs> Although the Yankees are almost done, I know that because I was trolling my buddy about that. That's a good thing. Well, well, you you know the Yankees win because that's when Joe supports them, you know, in the postseason. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh oh, uh oh. Oh, big game by Washington. Sorry. <laughs> I, I think I think Joe's apathy level is just a little less than mine. So he's interested when the team he likes is in the playoffs and winning. Right. But then he remembers, oh yeah, the sport is boring as fuck. And he flips over to hockey. Exactly. And then sees and then sees that they I... score more in the baseball game than, than than they do in the hockey game. Wonders, wait, I was complaining about this being boring. Well, at least they have fights sometimes, but... Well, there's fights, there's fights too, in baseball sometimes. That's what he's talking about, is there's That's fights sometimes. in baseball. That's what I agree. Uh, I, I might watch a little World Series if we get down to, like, a decisive game and I'm home, because it'll be, like, the last game in the series, and, you know, you get the winner. I, I, I will watch it for that, but 
like 182 games in a season makes it really difficult mm-hmm. to even want to try to get interested in following it. Like, I don't. Yeah, it's usually only fun from like September until like the World Series because that's when that's when really everything matters, and you see you'll see teams be up 15 to 20 games in their division, and then and then losing that lead and almost losing the division title because you know the number two team surges and you know gets hot at the end of the year. Yeah, I do. I hear you, man. It's like WrestleMania season. You all kind of sort of care near the the point when it matters. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be honest. Baseball is basically the equivalent of Raw. Pretty much. much of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, I know I know some of the sports I follow, like hockey, it's 82 games. That is a lot, too. And I I do think that's a lot. So I'm not going to say it's the only sport that might be guilty of oversaturating, but... Good brief, man. 180 fucking two. Yeah. I mean, but no, even when my team is losing and not scoring and really being fucking awful, it's still better than watching baseball. At least more entertaining. There's actually stuff going on instead of just standing there watching a guy uh, chew gum or tobacco or what the fuck ever for five minutes at a time before anything of note at all happens. I went to a minor league baseball game over the summer, and they got a pitch clock now, so it's like you have to pitch the ball within, like, 45 seconds or something like that. And, like, that made the game go by real quick. If Major League Baseball had that, then maybe it would be better to sit there and watch. I I tried to watch that one game, and I'm like, nope, can't do it. I'll wait till the World Series. I'll follow along on Facebook or whatever, but yeah, I'm not fucking sitting here watching these guys just fucking stand around and do nothing. It's like watching football without the action. <laughs> it's like, like watching like, it's like, like watching football and your team's losing con- very badly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or you know, it's only fourteen. I, I actually do know. I, I watched my team lose like six to one last night in hockey. I, yeah. I only watch. I, I kind of just put it on the other TV by the middle of the second period. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> let's, let's check out some stuff on, on my DVR. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. why <laughs> so if they come back, I'll, I'll have it kind of in the side of my eyeball and I'll be able to flip back. But, but I mean, like, seriously, well, my, my, you... my, my team my team loses badly now because their 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 players are racist. Oh, <laughs> they lose that life too. Excellent. <laughs> but but seriously though, like like there was that report that came out a few years ago that if you're watching an NFL game, you get like 11 minutes of actual playtime of actual action, right? So I mean, like, oh, yeah. watching baseball is like watching football if you took away those 11 minutes. <laughs> There's absolutely, and if you took away the cheerleaders, there is nothing going on in baseball to watch. It's just like, man, do something. <laughs> so, yeah, I will gladly watch my team lose every single hockey game or you football know, we, game. We, 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 <laughs> you know, we, we, the funny thing is we, we made the, we, we, this, this conversation started about, about um, how you only talk, you, you check into the Yankees with your, when they win. And we, t- we end up talking about losing. 
<laughs> watching our teams lose. Because I'd rather do that than actually watch my 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 uh, preferred baseball team win. Because I'd rather watch paint dry than watch a baseball game. <laughs> Just trying to illustrate just how nothing happens in baseball at well, all. Yeah, but then, then, then if nothing happens in baseball, don't 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 be on on Facebook sharing when they win. You know, <laughs> I don't go when my team my team my team wins and loses. You know, I don't go sharing. You know, oh look, they won! Yay! You but know? literally, the only thing I posted about the baseball game was, man, this is fucking boring. No, he's no. right. You, you did. You, you put the post. You posted. Stuff. You posted the other night when they. You posted the other night when they won. When they won. Oh, because, you know what? Cleveland, be, and you know, on, no, you know what? Because Twitter, it was my friend's Twitter, birthday, then, who's an Indians then fan. On Twitter, you went. Then on Twitter, you went online and you shared a post on how they, how the, how the Yankees owned the, the Cleveland, how, how Yankees owned the Cleveland Indians. So, uh, <laughs> I'll give you the Facebook post. I don't know about that Twitter one. I'm on my Twitter right now. Let me see. Much, man. But I, I saw some stuff from you on Facebook about it. I, I don't really care that much. No, because yeah, it was my friend's birthday who was an Indians fan. So I, I had to just kind of be like, ah, look, your team lost on your birthday. You're going home. <laughs> good friend. That's what good friends do to each other, though. That's true. It's, I'm not even kidding. That's, I do that shit, too. So. I really don't think I posted about the Yankees on Twitter, though. <laughs> Bunch of stuff about the Sabres, Vegas Golden Knights, Hockey is Life, Happy Birthday Bruno San Martino. Yeah, nothing five about the Yankees. Reviews. Don't forget those. What's that? Your Fiverr reviews. Oh, my Fiverr reviews. Yeah, lots of those. I think those are automated. Those are automated. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, these are reasons I don't like going on Twitter. Actually, not you personally. Actually, don't get me wrong. A lot of automated <laughs> content. I get it. Well, it's also it's all it's all self promotion. Like it really pretty much. I don't see a lot of conversation on Twitter. I see I just see the typical arguing and stuff. But oh yeah, and and, and me angering Drow Goddess by saying I'm oh. only going to use Comic Sans from now on. Oh yeah, I can't believe that, <laughs> that did not come from my original post, or I wouldn't have even said anything. Uh, if you guys didn't see that, I posted on Twitter that certain among my students have made the very ill-advised decision to turn in their weekly homework assignments written entirely in Comic Sans. Huh. And I commented that this, of course, means war. They have no idea. And I thought that Joe had seen that <laughs> because when he posted about doing stuff in Comic Sans, I had to post something about, oh, so you're siding with them against me. I see how it is. Very well. <laughs> I there's a I'm subscribed to a YouTube channel called Company Man, and usually his uh, his videos are all about uh, you know the decline of companies like Kmart or Toys R Us or whoever. Uh, when he did the Toys R Us video, he used Comic Sans in the video, not even realizing that there is a whole hatred. Of Comic Sans, he just used it because it was like, oh, you know, that looks uh, childlike and fun to use for Toys R Us. And um, so I I was responding to his video saying, I'm only going to write in Comic Sans from now on. I had not even seen your, your tweet. 
It's because you're selfish. You should always be paying attention. I should be. Here's here's the tweet I was talking about, okay? (laughs) And, of course, okay, yeah, it's not about the Yankees, but it was after the the, the series. And it says, from Think Sojo, three days ago. So what you're saying, the saying is the Indians blow. And uh, says, I retweeted so Okay, yeah, you're right. 2017 blow, 2018. That doesn't sound like a... a, a... <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I see it. <laughs> I, I retweeted... Quality over quantity, dude. <laughs> I retweeted, but I was uh, I was referring to the fact that like this entire post is... Uh, 17 uh, is, uh, yeah, is about the Cleveland Indians. I, 17 blow 2 0 lead to the Yankees, 16 blow 3 1 lead to Chicago. And I, it's will, like, I will admit, I will admit, Raw, I wasn't a completely post about being a Yankee fan, but that's how I took it when I first saw it. It was so. more, it was, it was more of, uh, like, you know, hey, this is a good opportunity to say something witty. <laughs> And then, of course, there's me tweeting to Donald Trump because I've got nothing better to do with my life. It's 6 (laughs) a.m. He tweeted, uh, in America, we don't worship government. We worship God. (laughs) So I tweeted, this country was literally founded by people attempting to escape religious persecution. You're delusional. On top of that, 29.4% of Americans aren't Christian. Doesn't mean we worship the government, though. The fact that you're greedy, lustful, prideful, vengeful, and vain should preclude you from evoking religion anyway, shouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you forgot it's America. And you're, you're what, are you, what are you talking about? That's our greatest... That's the exact ever. guy who'd be in church, though. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the guy. That's the problem. <laughs> like, it, it, it's... it's the separation of church and let, state, let, dude, that doesn't not, exist in your country. Let, it exists in half not, your country. Let's not, forget that, let's not forget that Jesus was a white man. He had a gun too. He he wasn't he wasn't in no he wasn't in no Middle East like like the like the liberals like to tell you he was. No, he wasn't. Jesus was definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like that clip, dude. <laughs> that that that. I, I agree with you 100%, but the problem is I don't think half the country does, if not more. Like, they're demographics. You look at those voting men. Religion's huge. Mm-hmm. He's, he's just preaching to the people that voted for him anyway at that point. Which is exactly what he said he would do if he ever ran for president. Of course. Like, how many days since his ISIS plan, though? Like, was it supposed to be 90? It was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> there's lots of things yeah. he's well, that, that's okay. That's okay. He's got more important things to do than ISIS. He's got to start wars with Korea. He's got to get us our gun marriages. And he's got to get all the nasty NFL players to take a knee because <laughs> because the troops. <laughs> uh, I saw, uh, I, I, I don't know where I saw it, but I saw that there are like prototypes for the wall. Like, like he's actually got prototypes that have been made for what the, for for how they're gonna build the wall. <laughs> he's he should, actually trying... campaign promises. <laughs> he he, he, he might actually go through with that one. Yeah, but if he didn't have prototypes, then it makes him look worse. This is true. You know, I. Fuck. <sighs> <laughs> so hate that guy. Mm-hmm. Oh well. 
When's the next election again? <laughs> Not till 2020. Yeah. I don't really like that on people. Because even if someone someone does somehow find a way to like blow his brains out, you're still gonna have Pence. And if someone put, you know, you still got the whole administration. It, 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 you're not. You, they're not gonna hold an election unless like everybody in government gets blown away. So 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 how many people have to die before Linda McMahon becomes president as head of the Small Business Administration? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I have no idea, but. Like I say, you know, we can't like say even if we even like say even if like they kill they they kill Trump and Pence, we still we still have this administration for two till 2020 because we we're not gonna they're not gonna have an election, you know, a year mm-hmm. later. So, you know, we got we're stuck with this. Yep. America. Well, people in the French Revolution period thought that for a while, and then they changed their minds about that. So uh, I'm just saying we got options. Yeah. I know we got options, but the problem is, is there's too many insane people in this country, not enough sane ones that want to stand up and say, "Well, let's do revolt," you know? Because mm-hmm. you're made, you're made, you're you're made. Any, you're basically made to think that you know any type of standing up or revolting against anything is you hate you hate your country and you hate freedom you hate this country and you hate freedom so by the way based on my my uh my tweets from this morning i got a i got an email it says uh follow vice president pence melania trump and ivanka trump on twitter <laughs> nah i don't think i'm doing that they's good americans <laughs> that one's a writer he wrote the, the good book Samantha B. read it on her program. <laughs> yeah. Man. And still, there are people who think this guy's a good... Uh... <laughs> well, that's the thing. When you when you sit there and you say he's a good... Well, and then they throw... Well, then they, throw, they turn around and throw Hillary. It's like... Really, am I? You know, it's like, do you? You're 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 making your judgments off of. You're saying she's not gonna be. She wasn't gonna be better because of an electronic, because of the internet. You know, you 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 mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, I say Trump sucks. You say Hillary sucks, and then I say this two-party system sucks. Yeah, but it's designed. That's how it's designed. It's designed to fuck us. Oh, I know. You know. No, I'm I'm well aware. Of... It, 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 you know, it's designed to fuck us, and it's basically designed that the people don't even have to pick the president. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when you say that, well, the people, well, I actually said that to somebody. I'm like, you know, the people didn't actually vote. Well, Hillary only won. I got told literally, Hillary only won two states. I'm like. So she got more people to vote for her. <laughs> uh, plus, that is factually incorrect, and whoever told you that, yeah, was, right. I know, I know, I know, I know it was incorrect. I know it was, in, and I was trying to call call that person out. On, but you know, you know, some of these people when they've got their, they their don't want to listen. They don't want to hear. They don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, you know, and it was. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, okay, so Joe Joe Blow in the middle of the country because he's got 
10 acres of land and 10 kids and they all fuck each other, you know, they, their votes count more than mine because I live in an area that actually has people and, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, if you want to, you want to go by that logic, you know, Atlanta should have won the Super Bowl last year because they, 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 they dominated most of the game. They didn't lose that game till let till overtime, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I just like, and when, when Trump first announced he was running, I jokingly said to a friend of mine, like, you know, if he wins the Republican primary, I'm going to vote for him just because I know New York is going to be a blue state and, and, and it's not going to matter anyway. But then he started like, uh, campaigning <laughs> and it's like, you know what? No, I'm still not voting for this idiot. I didn't vote for Hillary either, and New York still went to Hillary because it's New York, and traditionally, it's a Democratic state. Yeah. Except if you go in this area, it's it's a, it's a lot of red in this area. Yeah. Trust me, like, like this whole area, like... I think I think the county I'm in actually went is red, but like the city it went blue, or something like the county was blue, and like all the surrounding counties were were red. So, yeah, I don't know, man. There's just stupid people everywhere. Yep. Speaking of stupid people, podcasting. Just kidding. Just hey, kidding. yeah. <laughs> We're not stupid people. Well, you know, you guys are stupid people. I'm probably stupid. So, yeah. Hey, the Niners scored. <laughs> yeah, right at halftime. How about that? Anyway, <laughs> football. And, uh, and the Jets and the Pat, the Cheetahs are tied. I should yeah. go on Facebook and see how much hate I'm getting for my post before the before the show. Yeah, you knew New England wasn't going to stay down long, especially against oh, a know. division rival. I know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I complain about baseball being boring, and then I watch wrestling. And then I do a podcast about it. <laughs> Yeah. 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 No. It, it was so boring. Nobody even wanted to jump in. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I I couldn't tell you a damn thing that happened on wrestling this week. There was a pay per view last week, right? That was that was a thing. Yeah, I guess so. That Usos uh, New Day match that was pretty. Uh, that was a pretty good match. <laughs> I heard it was good. I only I only saw that main event. I walked in from from the Thanksgiving stuff, and it was on, so I watched it. I I don't know. I I heard it was mostly like a weapons match. Like I heard it was good, but it was kind of like unnecessary for the cell to even be involved. That's the only real criticism I heard of it. But I heard the match itself was like really good. This is one spot where uh, the New Day had all these uh, Singapore canes, kendo sticks, whatever the fuck you want to call them, right? And they, they like trapped one of the Usos in the corner of the cell by just like putting the, the, the kendo sticks through the cage. So he was like trapped in the, in between the kendo sticks in the cage. 
okay. somehow got out. But yeah, it was it was a pretty violent match. But yeah, I could see the argument for the cell not being absolutely necessary for that. I guess they couldn't have done that one spot. Right. Although I guess you could probably find a way to make that happen on the ropes if you really were intent on making somebody get like immobile, immobilized, right? You just wrap the two ropes around the dude's arm or leg or whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna go back and watch these. I never do. But it essentially, it sounded like it was a two-match card. You're you not gonna go back and watch them. You're not a good wrestling fan. I'm cool with that. <laughs> you totally. hate, you hate America. I do. I'm Canadian. <laughs> I like you guys, but I hate your country. I think I've established this in almost 300 episodes. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. The precedent is there. We can't be shocked. No. Was <laughs> uh run down the There's elements in the states I like though, but as a whole, it's uh your country has a problem with the planet, and that bothers me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your country also is the problem with the planet sometimes. Not always. Yep. But right now. Yeah, you guys are, you guys, I think you're, I think you're winning the race. I think you're winning the one. <laughs> Do a quick rundown of the Hell in a Cell uh, recap results, whatever. Uh, Benjables beat the Hype Brothers. Yes, I'm stealing wrestling with regrets line. We, we need to make that a thing. Uh, Benjables. back on the show, we'll do it. I, I've, I've invited him. <laughs> I, I hope uh, eventually he takes us up on it, but he's like a big star now, so. Yeah, I guess I got him when 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 the timing was right. Yeah, for sure. Me. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Uh, 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 Michael Kingston was in Buffalo over the course of the week, and I did not realize he was here. Of uh, of um, uh, the Headlocked comics. Yeah. He was he was here at the uh, ROH show that I didn't go to. Because <laughs> I'm a bad wrestling fan. Anyway. Sure. Uh, Usos close to the Canadian border, so it makes sense. Yeah, the Usos defeated the New Day in the uh, Hell in a Cell match uh, to regain the tag team championship. Uh, Randy Orton beat Rusev. Baron Corbin won the U.S. Championship in a three-way match with AJ Styles and Ty Dillinger. Charlotte defeated. I didn't realize that was a three-way match. Was that did they do that on the show? They did that on the pre-show. They they announced that it was going to be a, a three way match because Ty was like, "Well, I beat Baron Corbin on SmackDown, and I should be in this match." And Daniel Bryan's like, "No, I don't." Yes, yes, yes. okay. I don't think it. so. And then they did the yes and ten what? thing, and okay, yeah. there it is. I, I it seemed like they had to go that route, huh? They did. Yeah. Yeah, they they totally did. Uh, Charlotte defeated Natalia via disqualification. I slept through like those last three matches. <laughs> uh, Jinder Mahal defeated Shinsuke Nakamura with help from the Singh brothers. Oh, yeah, right. That's right. His career's ruined. That, that was one of the things on the internet I saw. Yeah, right. The, the Nakamura thing's poignant, but... Let's stop and talk about that for a second here. Sure. Is, is this... Is this... Is this... Can we... Does, can we say that they've definitely fucked him up? Or... Is there hope? I I would say there's hope. 
I mean, like, yeah, sure, he's he's been consistently losing on pay-per-view, but he's been consistently screwed in matches on pay-per-view. Like, if the Singh brothers aren't involved, Shinsuke Nakamura's winning this match. That's the way it was booked. That's the way it seemed to me. It didn't look like Shinsuke looked weak and Shinsuke's career's over because Shinsuke couldn't beat three guys at once. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, that so no, fair. I I don't I, I don't agree with that. I I think, yeah, I, I think uh, no, he'll be fine. I I haven't seen much other than just typical outrage without detail. All right, it's just from the the, the trigger happy tweets and Facebook posts and so forth. Yeah, just from from my observation, you know. Yeah, it sucks that he's losing, but at least he's not losing clean. If he was losing clean, like Ginger's not cheating and Ginger's just beating him for just out of nowhere, or just just on a regular basis, just beating him clean. Yeah, his fucking career's done. But no, he's had the Singh brothers involved in every single match so far. So no, that's it's, people are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Bobby Roode defeated Dolph Ziggler. Right, it's the crowd killing match. It was the yeah the uh, and Dolph Ziggler with his uh, he said uh, he was gonna have that great entrance and it was literally just him walking to the ring. No music. Well, that's, that's, that's heel. That's the heel move though. Yeah, I I I saw something on SmackDown that looked really bad between the two. They were talking like it was really bad. Like the crowd was there was absolutely no reaction. I think they fucked up when they were when they were doing their their little back and forth. I think I think Dolph Ziggler is like killing people. <laughs> His promos like literally killing them like in the wrong way. Yeah, you 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 could be right. They did have that interaction on SmackDown, and I don't remember shit about it other than it led to a rematch next week. I, I thought my t television actually auto-powered off like it was that quiet. <laughs> then uh, Kevin Owens defeated Shane McMahon. Sami Zayn yeah, heel turn. That was, that was a cool match, man. Was, I liked that match. Yeah. So, but, you know, let, let's talk about part of why that was, because that's been the non-stop discussion topic after that happened was the help that Kevin Owens had, even though technically it didn't violate any rules. Well, be before we get to that, can we talk about, like, was I the only one cringing anytime they did anything on top of the cell? No, that's actually the only thing I heard people talk about outside of the second part. It's exactly that. Like, we're conditioned to because of McFoley, right? Yeah. And so when we, you see that, it, you have, it, it, if you're, you know, you've been watching a while or I mean, it's kind of hard not to see like the clips and the references to it. I mean, but it's that's just exactly what they wanted, and they you know that shit's reinforced. No, I know that's ridiculous. reinforced, but that still scares the shit out of me. Like when Shane took the power bomb, it's like goddamn. That's what they wanted, which is why they were up there for like ten minutes. Yeah, and that's why I paid attention to it too. Like holy so, like, shit, the I the could... match was like the match was well underway when I flipped it on, and like I wasn't really that invested until they went up. Because exactly that, because well, of the, the conditioning. The conditioning is the problem because they, as a company, and therefore 
we as fans and viewers have been so locked into this is the only way to do this kind of match that I don't think they even consider any other option. And it's almost become a parody of itself. And that's I mean, but you something can't... that should never happen. But I think the New Day and the Usos earlier in the night proved you can do a Hell in a Cell match and stay in the goddamn cell. Well, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you just talked about how it didn't really need the cell even there. It so. did. It didn't. But the but it's it's counter to the point of we're like every single Hell in a Cell match has to end up outside or on top of the cell. Okay. Well, the, the big ones do. The, the big ones, yeah. Do, now that they have more than one. True. A rant for another time anyway, but it's like everything's got to tie back to Foley Taker or it's not a real main event quality Hell in the Cell match. And that's completely misguided thinking, but that seems to be the thought process here that, oh, this is what everybody expects and this is what we're going to do. Well, we expect that because you made us that because after the first time you kept doing it yeah so the the bump owens took through the announce table that was like pure Shawn michaels from the first hell in a cell match because he fell off the side which is which is exactly what Shawn michaels did in the first one with the undertaker uh way back at bad blood (laughs) well i guess the bigger question is do we even need this thing because we, we, we you can't you can't have guys go through for obvious reasons. And then the other side of it becomes well, but that's what we're we're criticizing here is that what's what we expect. So if you can't do that, why do it? As much as I enjoyed the match, seriously, like I mean that that's the big question, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know the answer because like I'll probably watch the next time they do it again because mm-hmm. of that element of it but i mean i i'm well aware that like it's kind of pointless it, if if you can't do what you're trying to tease or at some point it's the boy cried wolf and you're kind of fucking your audience over too much that it kills something unique hmm. well if ah. the point of a hell in the cell match which is supposed to be kind of the same point of any cage match is that it these people hate each other so much and interference has been such a common thing that there's no way to put an end to this feud or keep somebody out without having it. Okay, yeah, but you've got to look at these specific people who were involved in it and that's why the New Day Usos thing worked so well. What they did made total sense for those guys to do. Mm -hmm. It would not have made sense them to throw each other off the top because that isn't how they are and so the problem is not that they still have hell in a cell or that they still do it it's that they do it by template Mm -hmm. instead of realizing oh what we did with foley and taker worked for foley and taker specifically and is not something that everyone should do Well, at that point, do you even need the cell itself? It's just a standard cage. Well, you can do you all those spots without it. Uh, maybe, but I don't know. There's 
there's that visual aesthetic to the Hell in the Cell page that you just don't always get. But then I also thought that the really, really old, you know, like the, the Brett versus Owen cage, cage match was a better cage to use than you know, the chain link fence. Yeah, but, the blue. The blue one. Yeah. I would think yeah. the steel bars would hurt a lot more than the uh, chain link. Yeah, I mean, chain link cuts you open and makes you bleed because it's not smooth, but it just... Yeah. I don't know. That's just a personal preference, but... Can we talk about how great Kevin Owens is, speaking of the, the cage being used for that purpose? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Grinding okay. Shane's face against the cage, yelling, Say hi to daddy, kids! But <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, of course, that ended with uh, the other thing people are talking about from that particular match. Yep. Yeah, the heel Scott Punk fan. Yeah. It's just fucking hilarious in itself, isn't it? It is, but I'm okay it's, with I, it. because I dance like a bad guy now. It's like, okay, buddy, come on. I'm okay with it. At least they're doing something with the guy. Well, that that's that's exactly it. Like, at least they're doing But it's just kind of, there's something funny about the whole thing. <laughs> like, it's, okay, first of all, we know we're settling because we know... We know the guy from his from his earlier previous WWE non WWE work, <laughs> and he definitely wrestles as a face. So that's that's going to be a challenge in itself. How you modify the move set, or just going to see it's going to seem odd. But I yeah, I mean it's the waste of, of of the guy, which is even more frustrating. So you you end up leaning towards being okay, and I'm with you on that. I am because of that. It's just mm-hmm. like. We'll see where they go from here. I hope it's I hope it's Survivor Series. I hope that's kind of in the books for uh, for the it's like a team of some kind with Sammy and and Kevin. I was originally hoping for like an all French squad and bring back like the Mountie and shit, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if there's enough guys for them to pull it off and play the the indie wrestler card. But maybe what they were teasing, I remember on SmackDown, the promo they had, is something that they've talked about doing for a couple of years and we haven't really seen come to fruition. And that's the guys that are underutilized. Mm-hmm. And that would make sense from the way they told the story over the sure. last week. Sure. So I, was, uh, I realized uh, this past week, I was having a conversation with uh, Slater James of the Slat Rock uh, Wrestling Channel on YouTube, uh, and we were talking about um, uh, we were talking about Neville, and, and we'll we'll get to that later. Uh, but we were talking about, and I I mentioned, you know, hey, I you know I saw him back before he was uh, before he was Neville when he was Pac. I saw him, and I saw Corey Graves as Sterling James Keenan, and uh, you know Cesaro as Claudio Castagnoli, and all these other guys that uh, you know are now big name wrestlers who were not at the time they were just big indie stars and so I was going through this card and I realized that not only was uh not only was uh Corey Graves as Sterling James Keenan in that match uh, Neville is Pac uh it was a uh, six-way match uh with El Generico John Mc John McChesney Trent Acid and Extremo whoever the fuck that is uh 
So I, I have seen El Generico in person. <laughs> I, I did not realize that until I was having that conversation. But anyway. Yeah, well, anyway, I've, seen, make I've seen I've seen the person like that that um <clears throat> whose Twitter name is El Generico um <laughs> in person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have not. We've invited each other to things and we have not gone. <laughs> but he's hanging with me right now, guys. That's why he's on the show. Ah. Uh... <laughs> Just raking up some leaves in my backyard. He's a good guy. Cool. <laughs> now, now, does he stop every 15 minutes to pose like Shawn Michaels? Or... Mm, I don't know, man. I can't see him from this vantage point. I'll assume yes. He super kicks the tree so more leaves fall so he has more work to do so he can charge <laughs> G by the hour. <laughs> well, you know, I'll just make him come back in a week and do it. We might as well get it done now. <laughs> Smart, man. He's thinking. Mm-hmm. Planning. <laughs> yeah, the uh the SmackDown promo for Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens said uh he went to heaven and they sent him back down and said his work wasn't done and but they gave him a guardian angel in the form of Sami Zayn. And then Sami Zayn cut the promo and you know, hey, I came to the land of opportunity and I didn't get any opportunity because Shane McMahon's too focused on himself. Pretty much. Yeah, that, that's that's the indie storyline if they want to play play that. Uh, but I don't know. Well, I think Maybe there's a lot more to it than just the indie storyline because Sammy mentioned how he had tried to warn Shane about what Kevin was capable of and just got totally blown off. And mm -hmm. when you look at, you know, even back when they were in NXT at the same time, you have all of these different layers of story, and we don't know exactly where it's going to go right now, but the whole thing could potentially be the most super compelling thing this company has done in ages, because mm -hmm. we don't know if Sammy has decided that you know, the right thing is not always the good thing, and it was the right thing to save my friend. We don't know if Sammy has noticed that, hey, you know, Kevin was on to something when he said that, you know, I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to win stuff, and Kevin has won stuff, and Sammy has not. Mm -hmm. And remember that that was the second time, the whole NXT feud with Neville, it was the same story that, you know, Sammy was always such a good guy, and he would not use that killer instinct that Neville had. He couldn't beat him for the longest time. So Sammy's had several years of watching you know, his soulmate best friend and other people that were really close to him basically kind of go to the dark side to be successful, and he never did, and he ended up way behind all of them. And he might have decided, okay, screw that, I want mine. You know, there's a bunch of different ways that this could go, and we don't know which one it's going to be, but there's so much to work with there that I think it goes way beyond, you know, 
indie guys don't get an opportunity with Sammy, it's like, you know, almost an existential crap. And when you add into that the whole idea that, you know, he tried to do what was right and to warn the people in power what they were getting into, but you know, because he's little Sammy Zane, nobody listens to him, so okay, screw that, you know. I will contribute in whatever way I can to making things bad for you. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't listen to me. Yeah, th- there's a lot more substance to this story, and how they go with it could be the greatest thing they've done in a long time. That's the key there, too. Because we don't know anything other than the one person they pick a fight with, or continue to pick a fight with, which is still Shane McMahon. Who else could get involved with this anyway? Because, like, regardless of whether they do a Survivor Series thing or not, we didn't see Shane this week, did we? So who would come, and who would have to come to the aid to Shane if we're going to see any type of fight there? Or do they just splinter off and start a brand new storyline? Because I don't expect that. I think this is eventually going to be a payoff with Hunter coming back and fighting Owens. A lot of questions. I got no answers. I'm just throwing them out there. I mean, doesn't it feel that way? Oh, this is all going to end with Triple H somehow involved, whether or not it's exactly the story we think they're telling or not. Probably. Well, it certainly could, and I think he's even implied that he wanted to do something like that, but at least now that they've gotten to this point, like you said, we've got a lot of questions, but Mm -hmm. it finally feels like we're asking the right questions now. Because they've given us a reason to ask those questions in the first place instead of, ah, shit, this again, or, you know, whatever. (laughs) And they so, and they have left a lot of like carrots dangling for us. Like, we we know it, it, this isn't simply just Shane versus Kevin. This is the McMahon's versus Kevin because of his involvement with Vince. The fact that Stephanie's already showed up, and obviously Shane. And if anything, I I don't know that they're going to do this, but it would not be shocking. Triple H would come in with the whole idea of you know. NXT is my baby. Look what I did for you, and this is how you repaid us for you know, everything that we allowed you to do. And they're like, you allowed us fucking nothing. You were that good all the time. You know, da da Yeah, I could totally see it as you know he views it as you know an NXT betrayal that they were his people because Kevin was definitely his people. Yeah. You know run with that for a while um that may not be where they go but it would definitely make a whole lot more sense than just bringing in you know the muscled up son-in-law to beat up the annoying loudmouth who's embarrassed the son of the company owner it, it he's got a personal reason to get involved in this which is a lot more than he usually has and i am not saying this as somebody who wants to see Triple H do anything ever. (laughs) But if he's going to, 
that is the kind of thing that you should do. And as you say that, the only thing running through my head is WWE booking is going to have Hunter versus Shane with Kevin and Sammy taking a back seat. <sighs> Possible. Yeah, there could always be that. That that storyline of the NXT thing too was one of the ones we again we were talking about hearing rumors about for the last year plus. So that's eh, possible. There's guy there's there's guys you could fill a small stable with, depending on how seriously they take the brand extension. Well, that's funny in itself saying that, but obviously Smocho needs something to do when he comes back. He's apparently cleared, right? And. uh I, fuck, I mean, maybe the Neville thing's just part of the work. Maybe not. I don't know. He would work. Well, I had that same thought, but the, the, the timing of it, I mean, I, I don't dispute that he could really be gone. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. I think yeah, he, he is. <laughs> he probably is, and you know, if he is, I have a whole you know laundry list of stuff I would like to see him do, but... The idea that he has this weird did he, did he not walk out, they've got Enzo talking about it while the company is still denying he's gone. They have not wished him well in his future endeavors. So we don't really know, and the little bits of information we do have, oh, you know, he walked out on the show or he didn't show up or whatever, you know, that's Conflicting reports on that too. Do what? Conflicting reports on that too. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I hear about the Waco thing, but I like I told you I wasn't getting the news this week, so I I, I only know the. Huh. I only know the social feed. Uh, that is. So how that, many events did he know, Shaw? Well, that's, well, that's virtually the just... only thing to talk about newsworthy this week, other than like some other rumors and bullshit. Uh, or or Jimmy Jacobs getting canned for taking a picture with the Bullet Club or what the fuck ever. But uh, oh, Jimmy Jacobs got fired. Oh my god, Jimmy Jacobs got fired for taking a picture with the Bullet Club. They said he was oh, unprofessional. That's kind of uh, significant. This this might as well be the news at this point because that's literally <laughs> all there is to talk about is these two these two talking points. Uh, Neville um, apparently was not at a house show uh, prior to Raw. Uh, he was not at Raw. I, I think it might have been two house shows that he was not at prior to Raw. Um, yeah. Allegedly. Because the other story that we're getting is Neville was at Raw. They told him, hey, you're going to lose to Enzo in the main event. And he said, fuck you, I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> whatever happened with him, the whole reason that they had Kalisto show up and beat Enzo was because Neville was originally scheduled to lose to Enzo. Mm -hmm. And mm. that's another thing that really didn't make sense unless it was kind of a, you know, a fuck you to Neville that, oh, you're supposed to lose to this guy and you don't want to. Okay, we're going to pull this random guy people haven't seen in a while and he's going to win. And you know, if that weren't the reason to do that, it makes no sense to do that. I think yeah, part well, part part of it though, awesome. I think was Enzo Enzo and Kalisto were scheduled to face off at the pay per view, and awesome. so like if Neville walked out and they were going to do the title switch of the pay per view, it happened to be Eddie Guerrero's birthday. So hey, you know what? Fuck it, let's do it now. That's oh my god. Could be this the other. So good. Could be the Speaking other. Speaking of drama, yeah. 
Which if oh, you I love if, this. this is hilarious. If so, you like, saw two oh five live, Kalista was like, Oh, it was such an honor to win the title on Eddie Guerrero's birthday. <laughs> I, I just love the fact that they like punish Enzo by giving him the title on the show that nobody watches. And then the guy who doesn't want to lose to him is having a fit. So they pull off another guy who's been doing nothing. And then they punish him with giving him the title by punishing another guy and also punishing the third guy. Everyone's getting fucking punished. <laughs> and I believe it 100% could be true because this company is petty as fuck. This is true. Awesome. Well, I love it. Well, And if you're going to talk about the company being petty as fuck, the people who are just going on and on about oh, how Neville's such a mark for himself if he walked out because he didn't want to lose to Enzo... He's been really quiet, pretty much silent on social media since the end of September when he used to be pretty active with, you know, the King of the Cruiserweights gimmick. And a big sticking point for months has been rumored to be the fact that his WrestleMania match with Austin Aries was left off of the DVD and Blu-ray, which means he's not getting any royalties that and it was the only thing that was cut right and yeah, was it, it was, was there no other segments they put the concert on or whatever wasn't there a concert this year apparently they included everything except for that one match huh. and then I, I know it was at least mentioned as part of why austin aries left was that you know if they're gonna if they're going to be that petty and screw people out of royalties for stuff that they did, and it's not like, oh, well, it's on this, it's on the Blu-ray, but it's not on the DVD or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't exist at all. And It exists so, on the WWE Network, network. but yeah. I don't but, know how royalties work on that. So, for, But for clearly the, he's... For the, only, for the very low price of nine ninety nine. Clearly, he's going to lose money, though, if he's not if they took him off the DVD, because people are going to buy the DVD. There are people like JT who will buy physical media instead of digital. And and Gregory Iron was on our show talking about the exact same thing right before the network launched, that he would rather have the physical copy than the digital. So yeah. there are people buying this DVD. So ne so Neville has a valid argument that he's losing royalties on this. Oh, craziness. But essentially, yes, that's that's the, the biggest story going on right now is Neville uh, allegedly walked out of WWE. And again, like, there's conflicting stories of what happened. And, and of course, because they have to stir the pot with all the other things that are going on, as soon as the word broke that Neville had possibly quit, the Young Bucks tweeted out his name with a question mark and a picture of a Bullet Club shirt. <laughs> Of course. Like, hey, Neville, you know, question, like, uh, you could join us. And uh, oh, there were a lot of people who were going, okay, that could be simultaneously awesome and terrible because, yeah, well, obviously. There was a storyline that 2K wants to use the Young Bucks next year to do uh, at least motion capture for some of their moveset for uh, WWE uh, 2K19. And allegedly, they were asked about this. They were approached about this after the cease and desist. So there's that. They've, they've well, they they've done lots of that stuff with independent, non-affiliated guys. I think they have the freedom to do so. So yeah, 
And and 2K said that it was because people just really want to use the Young Bucks and they want to create the Young Bucks and have their moveset and everything, so. Um. Well, I from what I read, their moves exist, but it's obviously not them doing it. Right. Like, if you got on Create a Wrestler and did something, it's on there, but it's this generic version of everything. So they wanted to get the real deal in motion capture and... So if that happened, then that's funny. I'm gonna, I, I, I'm going to attempt to use this as the uh, animated GIF for this week's show, but I want to get uh, 2K18 just because apparently, if you play as Batista in the ECW arena, you blow up the crowd during your entrance. <laughs> I I already got you a picture for this week. So don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> it's custom. I made that shit. Yeah, I will use yours I'll then stop because you. I don't get used by. Nah, I will use yours because you went. You took the time to make it. Yeah. <laughs> if you want me to make a chip for you from something, just send me the video. I can make the chip yeah. in minutes. No, I've got the. I it, it's on my Twitter. <laughs> if anybody wants to do it anyway, if anybody wants to do it, if anybody wants to see it, it's uh, just go on my Twitter at ThinkSojo. And it's probably the first tweet right now. I'm not going on Twitter. Yeah. I don't blame you. It's Batista. It's Batista. Uh, he's making his entrance in 2K18 uh, or what the fuck ever. And, like, just it wipes out, like, three rows of the crowd with the pyro. Okay. <laughs> I'll put that in the, the use thing. The list. That doesn't sound like it's timely, but it can always use it at any point. It's like the That's Hogan severed head thing. You can use that when you got nothing else. That's true. I think I've already used it. <laughs> I think you have. Probably have. There's no Batista or Hogan news this week, huh? Nope. Pretty much just everything we've already talked about is the news. They're, Jimmy they're... Jacobs and, and, and Neville. Yeah. No updates on that. Uh, what about that lawsuit with those shows, Thunder and shit? It's still on hold. Still on or hold? You know? nothing, in, nothing that I've heard. Okay. Well, at least nobody died this week, though, so that's good. Yes. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> And they'll watch, like, they'll be like, you'll get angry tweets because I don't go on Twitter and I don't see them. And they'll be like, but so-and-so died, you bastard. Yeah. <sighs> and I won't care because I won't see them, so. Yeah. Hashtag apathy. For what it's worth, I never log into the Board Wrestling fan account, so <laughs> I won't see them either. Unless you tweet them directly to me, at ThinkSoJoe. Please don't send me hate tweets. <laughs> That's what he has Laura. That's what he has Laura for. She keeps telling me that uh, last Wednesday was the last episode of the Think So Joe show. Boy, is she in for a surprise on Wednesday night. (laughs) Well, that's if she actually tunes in. She might assume it's it's done and just not bother. Hey, maybe. And then, hey, you won't have anybody tweeting you at all. This is true. Oh, wait a sec. That's not good. Yeah, I get so, Facebook so. messages during the show from people who actually are fans of the show. <laughs> there you go. Or if yeah, they're not course. listening live, I get the messages the next day. I guess that's okay, too. Yeah. Like this week, like, damn, man, you guys were clipping. Like, yes, we're aware because Scott's studio was not set up properly. <laughs> Why didn't you just turn the game down? 
because we didn't realize how bad it was until halfway through the show, which is when we did turn the game down. Oh, there you go. Problem solved. <laughs> Figured it. Because we, uh, we went to our first song break, and it just, it was so hot going in that it wasn't even registering. Huh. <laughs> it was It was overloading the broadcast software. It's like, uh, why? So we're sitting there scrambling, trying to figure out why the why the song's not playing through the through this, you know, over the air. And uh, so we're sitting there, we're trying to, you know, we're checking cable connections and things like that. And it's like it's coming through the headphones. So why isn't it going into the computer? And then we found out that that's exactly what was happening. Happening is it was so hot, it was overloading the software. Which was weird because we could barely hear anything in our headphones. I don't know. Whatever. Well, fuck. We've already talked about the news and shit. <laughs> yeah, there's there was. Well, I told you guys I want to get to. I, I got my shit running. Well, it's 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 not even that. It's just like there was literally only like really those two things to talk about. So. At this point, I might as well do the ads and have JT do JT land, and we can get the fuck out of here if we want to. We do, do the sponsors this week, at least. We have sponsors. Yeah. Let me let me get to the sponsors here. Uh, uh, the alternative facts is, 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 is that I worked so hard on last week that didn't get read. And and they'll get read next week now. Cause... <laughs> no, no, there, there's stuff after that. I, I, I did have a oh, few did you... seconds. Okay. So right. I, didn't, I, didn't put, I, put, I put the real news that I actually do check out as for Circle Jerk. That's where... The best news is cool. So and let I me... had five shows to mention that we haven't gotten to. Yeah, they're building up for Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, main that's right. This week, weren't they? So... All right, fine. Who wants to take a break? Song then. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be G's week, but G turned it over to Noise. So Noise, Noise isn't here. So I guess that by default goes back to Joe. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Make sure it's really hot going in though. Ah, uh, yeah, I totally will. <laughs> Uh, all right. Just give me a second to pull it up here. There's a uh, a new EP that came out uh, just uh, Friday. It's from a band from New York City. It's they're called Jackknife Stiletto, and uh, they're uh, they're on Joan Jett's record label. And uh, somehow I've got them playing at my Halloween party on uh, October 27th at Stamps in uh, in Tonawanda, New York. So, uh, which they came to me asking if they could play. And uh, this is from the Chronicles of Jane, Volume 1, just released uh, Friday. Uh, And this is their cover of Wannabe by the Spice Girls. It's Jackknife Stiletto on Board Wrestling Fan. Zig a zig ah. If you wanna be my lover, 
On board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode 298. Uh, our sponsors, the Pro Wrestling Top 5, youtube.com slash the Pro Wrestling Top 5. Uh, that's hosted by PW Torch columnist Sean Valentino, former Pro Wrestling.net senior editor Rich Twilling, and former WWE diva Shelly Martinez. Latest episode is Top 5 SummerSlam Moments. They've also Got a music video out. Uh, you may need some alcohol before watching it. Uh, it's a music video parody of Michael Jackson's Thriller and a tribute to the podcast Something to Wrestle With with Bruce Prichard and Conrad Thompson. Uh, it stars former WWE diva Shelly Martinez and media personality Sean Valentino, as well as former ProWrestling.net senior editor Rich Twilling. They host the weekly show, The Pro Wrestling Top 5, for wrestling's top five past and present. Uh, Is it? Pro Wrestling's Top 5 or something? Pro Wrestling's Top 5. Broken Wedding Vows, an ebook, is a romantic struggle between a high school senior and a young married woman in a conservative 1950s. Jimmy, a clean-cut teenager in 1958, and Carol, a very religious young married woman, are entangled in a tender and sometimes humorous relationship as their lives collide unexpectedly into an unexpected attraction to each other. Jimmy finds something fresh and beautiful in Carol, a religious young woman who wears a mysterious gold chain around her neck and intrigues him. And Carol discovers that Jimmy's positive outlook on life and sensitive nature fulfills a need for love in her life. Both try to break free of this unlikely and forbidden attraction to each other and must also struggle with a blackmailer's threats. Jimmy immerses himself in his history books and Carol goes to church to seek guidance and even distracts herself by volunteering to do work for a neighbor she doesn't even like but none of those strategies seem to work too well to quell this attraction. Trouble is definitely brewing for both. Something's got to give before the town folk, friends, family, and Carol's husband figure out what's going on, especially when a blackmailer threatens to expose it all. Available for 99 cents on Amazon Kindle, iBooks, Smashwords.com, and other fine sites. And our... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Carol feeds her husband a batch of cookies. (laughs) And uh, finally, globalfight.com is a wrestling personals website. Literally, like, you, like you're a single wrestling fan? There you go, globalfight.com. Or you can uh, follow on Twitter at twitter.com slash wrestlingmatch. So there you go. I, 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 I'm, seriously. <laughs> hey. It's there. If, that's a, if, if you're looking for fellow wrestling fans, that's globalfight.com. Twitter.com slash wrestling match. All right, so what's going on in uh, in Ring of Honor? Well, is it Ring of Honor or New Japan? Uh, well, it's technically both. It's both. Because <laughs> three of the shows that do are crossover shows in the States on the Global Wars Tour. One of them is actually going on right now. It's the last one, the big one in Chicago. So we're going to back up to Monday. 
because Monday was when the King of Pro Wrestling show was, and the show was so much fun. Every match on it was at least entertaining, if not really good. So if you think there's no good wrestling to watch out there in the world, you're watching the wrong stuff. Everything they do isn't perfect, but there's a lot of good going on right now, especially as they're really kicking it into the road to the Tokyo Dome, as it were. So King of Pro Wrestling was Monday. They don't have a lot of big shows on a Monday, but it was some kind of national sport holiday, which is why they had it then. The opening match was probably way more fun than it should have been for an opening six-man tag, because you had LIJ of Hiromu Takahashi, Bushi, and Sonata against the Bullet Club with Leo Tonga, the gigantic younger brother of the Gorillas of Destiny, the Tokyo Pimp, Yujiro Takahashi, and Bad Luck, Fale. And a lot of people were looking forward to this match because it's the first time that Hiromu and Fale have been anywhere near each other since Bad Luck Fale murdered Daryl during the G1. And to that end, we got exactly what we wanted because you come out and yeah, it was sort of a comedy match, but not exactly. And I have to harp on this for a minute because it seems to be kicking off a couple of other interesting things. So, Pimp Yujiro comes out with his two finest ladies who are you know, pretty well known to wrestling fans in their own right at this point. And they're doing their little bump and grind act in the ring and Sonata's just looking right through them. He looks so bored. And it's just this great idea like, dude, we're LIJ. We get this all the time. We're not impressed. And they seem to be setting those two up to at least have some kind of a mini feud next. But, I mean, the match begins with Hiromu running across the ring, throwing his full-length fur coat at Fale and just stomping him into the corner. And the whole first half of the match was Hiromu versus Fale or Leo Tonga. So you've got a junior heavyweight going after super heavyweights and totally holding his own. This is kind of a big deal because Hiromu and Bushi are teaming up for the junior tag team tournament that's about to go on. And they've made a big deal about being able to take on heavyweights. And so far as we know, they're not involved in World Tag League or anything else because that's for heavyweights only. But there's been a lot of speculation for, you know, what if? And that would be fascinating because that's a big wall that New Japan has always had. The junior heavyweights are over here. The heavyweights are over here, and never the twain shall meet. You know, you've got to go from one to the other. And, you know, Kota Ibushi's done it. You know, Naito's done it. You know, a lot of, Kenny Omega has done it. A lot of people have done it. But there's also a much more recent push that you shouldn't have to. And Kushida, in particular, has talked about one of the things he loves about working for Ring of Honor so much is that he gets to fight everybody. He's not pigeonholed against junior heavyweights, and he would like to see more of that 
in New Japan. So, yeah, on the one hand, it's kind of a comedy six-man tag opener, but the implications for almost everybody in it are pretty huge. Um, LIJ gets the win with just a super fun closing sequence where Bad Luck Folly has Bushi up on his shoulders for the Bad Luck Fall, and you see him just stop and look. Hiromu's got Daryl, and he's taunting Fale with Daryl, and Fale gets distracted just enough that Bushi wriggles free and mists him in the face while Hiromu's grabbing the ref, and Bushi pinned Fale to get the win. So that match was way more fun than it probably should have been. Uh, Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. against Toru Yano and Goto. We're getting the Suzuki versus Yano thing again, which some people who have only been watching recently don't know. There is major history with them. So you've got, you know, brutal, sadistic murder grandpa and you know, the sublime master thief that used to be kind of this odd couple, if you will, of New Japan. And Yano is basically... Suzuki's kryptonite. He can't beat him because Yano doesn't wrestle. Yano doesn't fight. Yano just cheats and pulls stupid shit, and he usually wins. So Yano's getting a never title shot, and he's beaten Suzuki more than once. Um, one of the biggest things to come out of King of Pro Wrestling was the junior tag team match. We have new champions, and it's exactly what a lot of people thought Ricochet and Taguchi lost the titles to Rapungi 3K, a returning uh, Sho Tanaka and Yoe Kamatsu. They are now officially known as Sho and Yo, and they are being led by Rocky Romero as their coach. And seriously, if you want to see a big return, this was fantastic. I mean, yeah, you start laughing at Rocky Romero when he's spraying the um, dry ice gun for way too long and there's not any more stuff coming out of it and it's just bad. But uh, Sho and Yo looked amazing and there was pretty much no way they weren't going to win. The closing sequence of that match is just brilliant and those guys are going to be amazing. Um, heavyweight tag match. The same three teams we've been seeing, War Machine, Killer Elite Squad, and Gorillas of Destiny. Killer Elite Squad retained, but this really kind of needs to end. Um, and Juice Robinson pinned Togi Makabe in a tag match where Juice and Kota Ibushi fought Makabe and Tanahashi. Tanahashi is defending his IC title against Kota Ibushi coming up soon, so this match really was about them. But Bruce Robinson continues to get pins on way more important guys than him. So the company has a lot of faith in him right now for somebody who was pretty much a glorified young boy not all that long ago. We have a new junior heavyweight champion. Will Ospreay beat Kushida? He has never beaten him. It's been like four matches that they've had, and Will Ospreay has lost all of them. Now he has the 
senior heavyweight title as well as a victory over Kushida. This could be a lot of fun, and I'm not the biggest Osprey fan in the world. But when the match was over, here comes Hiromu Takahashi with a microphone. And you know he's going to challenge because he was... Basically knocked him out and did it anyway. Before Hiromu can say anything, here comes Marty Skrull, who breaks his fingers and leaves him laying on the mat, screaming in pain. Marty issues the challenge, but the whole time, the audience is still screaming and chanting for Hiromu. That is how popular he is. And so Marty gets the next title shot, but it would not at all be shocking if Will Ospreay is now the champion, just so we can get Ospreay versus Hiromu at Wrestle Kingdom. And I'm really hoping that's what they do. Uh, Naito beat Ishii to hold on to the G1 briefcase, and you know, their matches are always great. The main event of Okada versus Evil, the uh, new Okada was going to win this. Evil looked super good pretty much all the way through. If for no other reason, watch it for the entrance. They ripped off the Undertaker's Druid entrance for Evil. It's awesome. It, it's cheesy as hell, yes. But his name is Evil, and he has an inverted cross on his robe and a giant plastic sickle. You can take it for him. And he gets brought out to the ring on a throne by his own group of Druids, and it's ridiculous, but it's great. So get to watch King of Pro Wrestling. You totally should, because it's pretty awesome. Um, skipping ahead through other stuff, they've started the Young Lions Cup again, and uh, the first round, if you will, was at Lionsgate Project 8, and Kawato, my wrestling son, got a win in the first round. He beat Ren Narita. That match was really good. Um, Tetsuya Kitamura, who's, I call him Young Lion Brock Lesnar, he's the really dark jacked up guy. He, of course, got a win, and Tomoyuki Oka got a win. Those are the three that are pretty much expected to keep going with this. There's four more shows, so it's anybody's win, but those three are the three that pretty much everybody thinks are going to be the possibilities to win it. I want to see Kawato win, just because he's awesome. And the other two are these super heavyweight young lions I don't think they need to win the Young Lions Cup, but it suits Kawato to be kind of an underdog. And, and that. So now we've got the road to Power Struggle. Power Struggle is November the 5th, and the big title matches they've announced for that are Tanahashi defending the IC belt against Kota Ibushi, Osprey defending the junior title against Marty Skrull, and you know Hiromu's going to have something to do with it. The never open weight title, Suzuki's defending against Yano. Yano winning that would be so wrong, but so hilarious. And you're also going to see the finals of the junior tag team tournament. So once that kicks off on some of these Road 2 shows, whoever the two finalist teams are, we're going to get the champion at Power Struggle. So that's pretty cool. Now, to tie everything up, 
They've been doing crossover shows with Ring of Honor. They've had two. The last and biggest one is going on right now, or part of it is. Uh, on Friday, they were in Pittsburgh. And on <clears throat> Saturday, they were in Columbus, and now they're in Chicago. Um, some of the things were pretty entertaining. Uh, one of the big talking points was the first show in Pittsburgh, the opening match. Hiromu Takahashi was fighting Mark Briscoe, and Briscoe did something to his elbow. It looked really bad, but a minute and 10 seconds in, they had to stop the match due to injury, and you know nobody likes that, but uh, Briscoe's going to be out for a bit. Uh, champions, the Motor City Machine Guns, beat the Young Bucks and the Kingdom in a three-way for the tag titles. One of the cool things they've done is they have put, finally, the Women of Honor matches are on the main event card. They're not on the pre-show equivalent that they have. They put them on the actual show, and it's about time, so thank you for that. Um, big TV title match. Uh, Kenny King beat Punishment Martinez, Kushida, Matt Taven, and Josh Woods. Um, Suzuki beat the crap out of Silas Young, which is always fun. And the main event for that one, the Bullet Club, which was Cody, Kenny Omega, and Marty Skrull, beat the Chaos team of Will Ospreay, Yoshihashi, and Yano. And you know, it was basically a live-action version of being the elite, from what I'm told. Um, in Columbus, um, Jay Lethal beat Hiromu Takahashi. That match was really good by all accounts. Uh, the Guns defeated Silas Young and the Beer City Bruiser, which frankly they should. Uh, the big deal was the ROH title match where Cody beat Kushida. Um, Kushida actually flipped off Cody. Sweet, polite, nice Kushida has finally had enough and gave the finger to Cody. Um, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega were in the main event against Flip Gordon, Beretta, and Chuck Taylor. Beretta and Taylor are the best friends tag team. Again, you know, this is pretty much being the elite in wrestling match form. And then tonight in Chicago, Colt Cabana faces Yano, which is going to be awesome if you like comedy wrestling. I do. There, there's definitely a place for that. Um, Killer Elite Squad and Suzuki are going to fight Mark Briscoe, Jay Lethal, and Kenny King. Um, Briscoe is out of that match. I'm not sure who they're replacing him with, but Suzuki Gun's probably going to win that anyway. Um, Kushida and Jushin Liger's favorite wrestler, Cheeseburger, are teaming up against the addiction of Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. A really fun match is going to be Hiromu Takahashi versus Marty Skrull. Remember, Marty snapped Hiromu's fingers just the other day. Plus, they also met at Best of the Super Juniors before, so they've fought several times, but they're both super good, and that'll be neat. Um, Will Ospreay is fighting Flip Gordon, but it's Will Ospreay, he's probably going to win that. 
And then the big main event kind of, well, I guess it's one of the main events. I don't know how they're looking at it, but Kenny Omega defends his U.S. title against Yoshihashi. There's pretty much no way that Yoshihashi is going to win, but you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, so that's the big title match there. Uh, one final note, Jay White, who's been basically on uh, excursion with Ring of Honor for all this time, is very strongly rumored to be the guy referred to as Switchblade in the little vignettes that have been playing on New Japan shows. It's actually a really cool little vignette. If you haven't seen it, look it up and find it. It's kind of cool. And Jay White is very heavily rumored to be that guy. And he's going to come back at Power Struggle, whoever it is. This is kind of a big deal for two reasons. Last year at this time, they did the same thing with the time bomb. And it turned out to be Hiromu Takahashi. There had been speculation it was Minoru Suzuki because he was using the word time bomb a whole lot in his promos. But he shows up at you know, the power struggle and then goes into the main event at Wrestle Kingdom. If Jay White comes back, that means the previous group of young lions is all back in the company together. Because with Jay White, you've got David Finley, who never left, and you've got Sho and Yo, who have come back as a tag team. So that whole group of young lions would be back together in the company as not young lions anymore, and that would just be sort of cool. So let's hope that which blade really is Jay White? Because the other person it's rumored to be is Sammy Callahan, and that makes no sense to me at all. It doesn't make sense because if you're going to have a big reveal where you bring somebody back, it's got to be somebody that that crowd is going to know and respond to, and they don't know Sammy Callahan the way they know Jay White. Not even close. So here's the hoping that it's Jay White. So yeah, that's it of a lot of New Japan news, but there was a lot of it to share, and that's where we're going. Did you guys even know I was gone? <laughs> I figured all of you were gone, and I was just nope. talking to myself. <laughs> during the I was here. I, I uh, during the I song during the show. during the song break, my uh, my kid's mom called me like, "Hey, uh, I meant to call you earlier, but I'm outside your house to pick up the kid." Like. Fuck. All right. So I came back, did the ads, shot over the shot over to Drow, turned my mic off, went had a conversation with my with my ex, came back in here and still caught most of that. <laughs> so uh, I'm good for your emergency breaks is what I'm hearing here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I usually I usually sit here and intently listen, but this week it was like um okay, I kind of got to run and do this thing. And uh, hopefully I'll be back by the end of this. <laughs> well, no, that's what I meant was that it was long enough that it could cover anybody's <laughs> emergency break. It worked. It's a good thing there was a lot this week. <laughs> ah. You know where there's always a lot going on is in JT land. Oh, stop. There's not a lot going on here. <laughs> Except Lieutenant Bayon got himself a beer named after him. See, anything can happen in JT land. <laughs> I'm not going to do Trump. I didn't Trumpism this week. Sorry. I thought about it, but it, I couldn't come up with something. I couldn't come up. I'm not come, didn't come up with some la something last second. Sorry. But 
we got some more inspirational quotes this week. So, of course, it's, no matter how bad the country gets, you can always count on white people renovating houses. Then, then you wonder why you waited so long for something so disappointing. Captain America. Whoa, I'm never coming down. Fucked up. I'm drinking with Jesus. Our good friend Moon Goose McQueen, a.k.a. Uh, Chris Jericho <laughs> off the new Fozzie album, which you need to go out and buy because it's quite good. The new Fozzie um, album is great. <laughs> yes, it is. I've listened to it like five times already since Friday, so... If it didn't I'm come like out the same, if it didn't come out the same day as that Jackknife Stiletto EP that I had mentioned earlier, I probably would have listened to it more than twice by now. Um, and Jer- Jericho's like tweeting like every every time every every country that had, the album's like number one, and it's in like six or seven countries. It's number one right now. Cool. <laughs> so and and this one's also from someone you might hear it of. You know, he he said this to me a few times, so we'll we'll do it again on this time. That so Taco Bell is forever, right, G? Always forever. <laughs> All Never right. Forget. So, <laughs> so fuck money time and, and Pokemon go fuck yourself. 20 bucks a little man so I can pretend I have fans. Today is like every day for the real glorious superstar of a man they call Virgil. Hashtag Friday the 13th. I'm going to need some some of that Sammy, Sammy Zane heat to cook up my meat sauce tonight. I've sold Polaroids to my fan in scarier places than this cage. $20 makes fear go away real quick. Shane throwing enough potatoes to make potato salad. And he spelled potato with an E. Sometimes I spell, sometimes I spruce up my stofers by grating my Parmesan on the hell of the cell walls. Pokemon, go fuck yourself time. Rum roll, please. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. In your own unique way, go fuck yourself. Zane and the Owens, the new Sheik and Volkov. Beautiful, Bubba. Is Baron Corbin the real or the Corbin person? Bernstein. Let's go with let's go with Berenstein. Or Berenstein. Mandela and all that. Yeah. Let me get uh, kayfabe news up. Where is it? Oh, wait, uh, How can there be kayfabe news if there was no news? Oh, there Ooh. was some kayfabe news this week and some good shit too. I checked it out this morning. So Let's at least see. there's Where something good this week from the news, right? There you go. Hey, there you go, guys. <laughs> Shane McMahon starting to wonder if leaping from forty-foot structures is not such a great idea after all. If you. Fucking pop-ups. If you thought the Shield reunion on Raw was lit, you should have seen their makeup sacks. Oh, that's what happened on Raw. Raw. That's something that actually happened on Raw. Wow, yeah. How the fuck did we forget that? (laughs) They, like, beat everybody, and I guess it's going to be a big beard guy. Um, Miz Miz in the bar and Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, thank you. I already forgot who he is. I fast-forward through him so much now. There was a guy on, uh, I think it was San Jose the other night, or, or maybe it was L.A. last night. His last name was Braun, and every time I heard RJ call his name, I'm just like, you know, I really want to do a video of this, except every time that, uh, every time they mention Braun on commentary, it's replaced with Braun! Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the okay. other thing we totally missed was the, uh, 
the Hammer Brothers from Super Mario Brothers are to tag team again. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what is that? That was dumb. Yeah, that, that was, was dumb. Really, really stupid. That was dumb. Yeah, I just. But I, hey, I Luke Harper's when back. When I saw that, I wanted to just say that it was stupid, and I feel that my life is complete now. But the important <laughs> thing is, Luke Harper's back. No, oh, because unless he kills people with that hammer, his gimmick is a joke. Fair hmm. enough. Yeah. Oh, I got to update the awards for worst uh, new gimmick. Okay, go ahead. That's <laughs> reminded uh, me. On a serious note, after all, after after the latest cell violence, is it time for our nation to talk seriously about cage control? <laughs> Bullet Club accident, accidentally invades World Wildlife Fund. <laughs> 29-year-old wrestling fan insists his virginity is a work. <laughs> And finally, this is a good one to end it on. End it on anyway. That's why I say this. I checked this morning. Kate, the, this, they're, they're, this is probably one of the best weeks for him. AJ Styles finally achieves the Rachel haircut. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Just people laughing. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, I, I, I just noticed. Luke Harper actually is nominated two times for worst new gimmick of the year already. Really? Yeah, the other one was when he got the black wife beater. I nominated him for that already. <laughs> so bad. So what is this tag team called again? The, the Hammer guys? What are they called? The Bludgeon Brothers? Oh, that's, yeah, that's it. Bludgeon, thank you. Bludgeon Brother bullshit. That works for a nomination. Harper and Future Endeavored. It's got to get a picture. I haven't updated this in a while. You guys should get on that soon, by the way. We got a, we got that coming up. Like yeah. a couple I know this is like, yeah. I mean, right now we have two pay-per-views nominated for best of the year, both New Japan. Shocking. Uh, worst pay-per-view of the year. There's nothing. So should I just put WWE there? <laughs> Triple Mania. Yeah, Mania, okay. I'll put triple, Mania. Triple, I'll put Mania. And Mania. triple Mania. Triple Mania, yeah. Oh, Triple Mania. Was that a problem this year? I heard it was odd. I, I haven't seen it, but just by all accounts, it wasn't uh, up to the usual standards. <laughs> okay. Well, just a heads up, guys. And we'll, I'll let you do that. You guys have the link for that, right? I think yeah. it's in the show notes. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. Some point. Otherwise, it's going to be all my nominations once again, and I'll make you guys all pick alive, and I go last. You know how this works. <laughs> forcing me to try to remember things otherwise, and that ain't mm. going to happen. Alternative facts. Stupid, sexy Flanders. Kudos to AngryMarks.com, EcoMerch.Fiverr.com, NashvillePillows.biz, CoasterMilkCartons.edu, PraiseBGender.ca, If Riot Dies, We Daryl.Melmac, PoonSlayerJT is... Dot sit J Ray Al Snoop. <laughs> you must say it correctly backwards for the demon to disappear. You did not say it correctly. CTJ Ray Al Snoop. No, it's your CTJ Ray Al Snoop. Yeah, you got it. You uh, that, that's it right. what I just <laughs> said. <laughs> Joe is a guardian. Raiders conspiracy. Digital copy. Finn. Gene Simmons. Owns. Everything. Keep G high. Go fund G. Com. 
Joe kind of stopped watching wrestling except for the wrestling he kind of sort of watched at glitterowlbeardedlandshark.org. This segment needs more Barkley.turable. Yes, everybody Done. cares about this section. Dot exclamation point. Cheap. Misspelled. What's up? You, you said it misspelled because <laughs> JT misspelled it. Ah. So we have a new winner. It should be Turble. <laughs> not, not turbo. No, ter- Turbo spelled correctly. Exclamation. No, ex- exclamation point. I know. I see now. It's, it's misspelled. <laughs> yeah, he did so spell it. He missed an A. The streak right. continues, boys and girls. Uh, cheap and slightly more expensive heat emporium. Cheapheat.com. Uh, and, of course, Spatula City. Spatula City. Spatula City. And a friendly reminder of some stupid shit you didn't care about in the first place. Uh, well, that's a natural segue into the first sentence. The new wrestling game is out, so I switched entrances with big muscly men and the women like I do every year, and it never stops being funny, says Racecar Grin on Reddit. Did that game actually come out this week? I don't even uh, know. The... No, I, I heard there was like the beta that came out. No, it was, uh, if you pre-ordered, you got it on the 10th. Otherwise, okay. it, otherwise you get it on like the thirteenth or fourteenth or some shit. Yeah, all the games, no, almost, no almost all these games come out like in the couple months before Christmas because money. That makes sense. Yeah, I know. I actually, I just, I, I missed, um, I guess the beta on Star Wars Battlefront Two. I didn't realize because I just logged into my PlayStation today because I know the fractured butthole is coming out Tuesday, so I wanted to make sure yeah. everything was updated. So. And then it's like, oh, you can get the beta. And I went to, oh, it's no longer available. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm I'm just waiting for Black Friday so I can get WWE, NHL, and the Fractured Butthole. (laughs) The cheap games, they're coming. Yep, Black Friday, that's how I got them last year. I paid less than 50 bucks for for hockey and wrestling. It's actually known by a different name up in Canada. It's known as G Save Lots of Money on Christmas Presents Day. Yeah. Good day. I love uh, that holiday. According to Meltzer. Cyber, Cyber Monday and all that shit. According to Meltzer, I don't know who Ginger's next challenger is going to be, but it will probably be someone on the WWE roster. Up uh, up Meltzer's to the left. That uh, from Ben Mack on uh, Reddit who says, Thank you, Based Dave, for this incredible insight. Ten ninety nine, well spent. Matt Jackson on Twitter says, We are not talentless hacks cruising by on the slightest bit of success. We've accomplished, uh, on the slightest bit of success we've accomplished by selling cringy t-shirts to easily influenced man-children. We are in fact a parody, therefore you can't criticize us. Gotcha there, e-drones. Uh, that's from somebody on Reddit. It's cut off. <laughs> if Neville really did walk out, I applaud him. I think it's justified to want to leave work if you've been given a lot of what you want, but not everything. At least that's what I tell my mom when she tells me to find a job, says Sausage1000. Fuck Roman. Face piece of sorrow. Also from Sausage1000, Austin Aries on Twitter. LOL, I'm earning so much on the indies compared to WWE. I urge every single indie star to never join WWE so they can earn as much as me. What do you mean big names get big paychecks? Stop lying and quit being poor, you indie wrestlers. <laughs> Fuck 205 Live. Oh, this one's my favorite of all the Austin Aries ones. 
Having placed the wad of $100 bills he just received in his pocket, Austin Aries puts his arm around a bloodied young man. As the aspiring wrestler contemplates where he can safely park his van to sleep for the night, Aries whispers in his ear, Is it not being a WWE fucking awesome? <laughs> uh, that from 1869-er on, uh, on Reddit. Oh, shit. I don't know why this reminded me of this. Fuck, the, uh, the dude who was that Falcon era guy who was leaking all the WWE stuff. I saw that. Yeah, his identity probably was revealed. It's like uh, the former writer. Now he's like a dirt sheet writer or something. W right? well, I got it right here, actually. Former I WWE. tweeted it because I wanted to remember it, but then I forgot that I never go on Twitter. So Former WWE employee <laughs> James McKenna, who now works as a reporter on Pro Wrestling Sheet, has revealed on Twitter that he leaked many high-profile storylines during his time with the company. He claims he was Falcon Arrow on Reddit, where he would reveal insider information on stories such as Samoa Joe's debut, Jason Jordan being revealed as Kurt Angle's son, the Undisputed Era's debut at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, and more. And, uh, that's interesting. Now yeah. we just gotta figure out who that Dolphins uh, 1925 dude was. Yeah. Although I already know how he did his thing. That's why I started reading the, the fucking... Uh, over-under shit here like a year or two ago. It's just like, fuck it. That's how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, uh, I'll pull back the curtain. The James McKenna guy, his, uh, his Twitter handle is at Chill Hartman. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, and our preview of Total Bellas for this week. The family travels to wine country to support the launch of the new Bella wine, and Brian disapproves of Brie tasting the wine while pregnant. A young girl turns her, shuns her royal bloodline as well as her entire species and sets out on a mission to permanently disfigure her body in order to be with a man who might not truly love her. JT's silly pranks wind up severely injuring Nikki. Good, wo good work, buddy. A teenage girl is transported to a fantastical land where she promptly murders and loots the body of one of the inhabitants before teaming up with three locals on her quest to kill again. Kathy, who the fuck is Kathy, had a major meltdown in front of her family. A deranged candy tycoon enslaves a primitive race of humanoids in order to build his empire from the sweat of their labor. When five young chocolate enthusiasts are granted access to his enigmatic factory, he cunningly leads them one by one to their demise. Man, that sounds like a good episode. I know. I still won't watch it. <laughs> Skip that shit, you know. <laughs> who, 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 seriously, who the fuck is Kathy? anyone have a clue? Is that is that maybe one of the Bella's family members or some shit? All, all I can say is you just have to watch to find out. Ah! <laughs> so cruel. Weird Al Yankovic and John Stamos are two of the actors in the Hollywood Bowl performance of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Weird Al is playing the Oompa Loompas. And John Stamos is playing uh, uh, Willy Wonka. Wait, how is he playing all of the Oompa Loompas? Don't ask is me. I don't fucking... Is it animated? I don't think... No, it wouldn't be animated. It's a live performance at the Hollywood Bowl. I have no idea I... how he's doing it. That's a football game? No, that that's not a football game. How, oh, it's not bowl. It's ball. Like no, no. Okay. It, it's bowl, like a football game would be, but it's the name of the venue, not a sporting event. Oh. <laughs> and why this is this happening? I don't know. Okay, that's important. <laughs> right? Got to dig deep. 
I don't know. I just happen to know. <laughs> now, this is like a play? Like I have to attend it or is it on? You would have to attend it, yes. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. That's an expensive plane ticket, yeah. That is. I just thought it was be because there was the reference in there. I thought it was an appropriate time to uh, reference that yeah, fact. Yeah, you know, it was, and you nailed it. <laughs> that was one of the three. That was one of the three poorly described movies in there. That was the most obvious. Did you pick up the other two? Anybody pick up the other two? I got one. And I'm not sure what the other one is. There's two more. Me well, well I, got, I, got, I got one of the other two. You did? Which yeah. Is, which okay, is... The first one is the young girl who shuns her royal bloodline. Sentence. Any is guesses? The... Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. It's the, it's the Little Mermaid. Correct. And the Wizard, the, other one's the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I, I enjoyed those. I like that game on Twitter. Those were some of my favorite ones yeah. that I've seen, yeah. I thought. So I, I've been st stashing those for a day. I, I had to put a total Bellas thing together <laughs> haphazardly. Yeah. Okay. This, this weekend was certainly fun. <laughs> oh, well. Computer fun time. Yay. Yay! It wasn't a big deal. I just knew it was going to take a while. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but I got to get this working again. So it's working again for now. It should be fine. Friggin' malware probably got me. Probably. It happens. Weird. Yeah, it does. It does. Just annoying as fuck. Oh, I believe me. It's happened to me. I, I completely uh, am aware. Yeah. What was fun was the one time when I was uh, working at the hotel and the uh, they got like an encryption virus. So it's like one of those things where it's like you have to pay or we're going to encrypt everything on your computer so you can't use it. Yeah, yeah. That was fun to get rid of. Yeah, <laughs> crush install or did that even work for that one? Some of those are fucking so deep that like you can't do anything. You're fucked. They, the way they work, at least the one that I had to deal with was... It, it didn't encrypt right away. It was like, if you don't pay us, we're going to start encrypting things, and the only way to decrypt them is to pay. And so I got to it before that, and I managed to get rid of it. I don't know if I... Oh, okay. I don't know, like, what the fuck program I used. I just Googled how to get rid of it and managed to do it. So I, I guess I caught it early enough or whatever. But, yeah, that, that sounded like a fun one. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Uh, sounds like that WWE Network virus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, monthly subscription if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Well, I, I canceled my Netflix and my Hulu, but I still have my WWE Network. Yeah, I, I just got a quick side sort of related question to the Ring of Honor stuff earlier. I usually watch Ring of Honor in the second hour of our show in the background. Did, uh... Wait, who won the tag? Did was the tag team titles? Did they actually change hands on that show? The the Ring of Honor tag titles. Yeah. No, the Machine Guns still have them. Still had them. Okay. Yeah. So I thought I was like, maybe they're finally actually showing new episodes. The the they're coming out right now with the titles, but they're showing stuff from Death Before Dishonor now. So by the time I actually finished that, asking my question, I'm like, oh no, it's old. <laughs> Oh, well, good episode, though. So far. 
But I know what's going to happen, so... Oh, well. <laughs> right. The downside of, of that is still that, but whatever. Alright, do I have anything left to add? No. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone else? No. I added quite enough. <laughs> okay. Any breaking news before we bail? No, I just checked. Okay. So well, we've gone a week without anyone dying theoretically until the angry tweets come in to at think so Joe on tw on Twitter. Yep. And uh, you, you, you can throw JT in there too. He doesn't care. At random redhead. Well, I yeah. strike back. I don't give two fucks. You know, you know <laughs> the rest Laura likes to, Laura likes to treat the fake bullshit to us, and you know I call her out, and then when you call her out and you're right, she just kind of disappears and mm -hmm. changes the subject. So, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, for the for the rest of us who aren't here, Mark and and Coaster, as well as I'm assuming Trow and myself, just send us money. We don't want your tweets. We want <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I take. No, I'll take money too. I'll, you can you can you can give me shit and give me money. I'll you know I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a I whole, send man. money too, but you also tweet the annoying shit to them. We don't want that. We just want the money, only the money. Send me money. Send me green. Make that contribution. You will get the better seat. <laughs> Uh, for at Random Redhead, at Book Junkie Jaina, at G of the Internet, at El Generico, and at Mark underscore Noise, who will eventually be back. I am at Think So Joe. We are at Board Wrestling Fan. That's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. You can uh, listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, live on BoardWrestlingFan.com, or download us everywhere podcasts are sold. We'll see you next week. Holy fuck, we're almost at 300 episodes. How the fuck did that happen? Right? Um, probably a whole bunch of drugs were used. Probably. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't like the drugs, but the drugs like me. They're friendly drugs.